And now it's time for Leadership of the Leaf with Dice and Austin. Let's jump in with a cut and a light. And welcome to Sidebar Edition. Yes, Sidebar! But we're gonna, so we're going to talk about, and what I think is kind of interesting about this one is, what are the minimum requirements to make a good cigar lounge? Our opinions. These are, Our yeah, opinions. these are straight up opinions. We've been through a lot of different cigar lounges um, all across the country. And we're just sharing some of the things that we've noticed that all of the ones that we enjoy the most what they have versus other ones that maybe don't have this. Yes. And I am Dice. And I am Austin. Well, hi, Austin. What are you smoking, sir? I am am smoking the Undercrown 10-Year Maduro. Yes. Yes, that's one of my faves, sir. It's Uh, definitely a go-to for me. Yeah, it is delicious. Uh, and I'm pairing that with some nice Glen Marenghi, uh 10-year um, single malt scotch. All right. A little peaty. A little, it's a little peaty, but it's good. It's good. Uh, what right. about you? What are you smoking on? I'm smoking on a Zeno Z Nicaragua. Um, first time smoking this one. My cold draw was hay. Which, uh, that's kind of what I expect, because it was rolled in the same factory as Davidoff. But it doesn't have that Davidoff price. That's nice. And yes, yes, Austin, I am pairing it with Hennessy. Yes. I I, I wasn't even going to ask, because I just know (laughs) what it's going to be nowadays. It's Hennessy VSOP. Just, uh, you know, good stuff. Good cognac. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, all right, so dice minimum requirements for a cigar lounge. Well, I would say the minimum requirement is you should be able to purchase cigars from there. You don't say, yeah, yeah. I've been to some that had a selection of 10, <laughs> and I've been to some that had like a walk in humidor, right? Um Cigar, so there's a difference though. I think we need to I think we need to state this first. There's a difference between like a, a cigar store that has a smoking area versus a cigar lounge. Yes. There's a there's a big difference in that because it's a brick and mortar cigar store. This has an area for you to enjoy cigars. Yeah. Whereas a, a lounge is more of a destination where the specific nature of it is to sit and enjoy your cigar and not necessarily purchase. I mean, yeah, but I would say, I mean, you have to be able to, if you're going to a cigar lounge, I have to have a good, I, I, I say good, like decent selection of cigars to be able to enjoy that lounge. Because if I roll up to a cigar lounge and let's say I don't have any cigars with me because I'm traveling and I already smoked when I travel with humidor, uh, I, I'm I'm gonna want to go to a cigar lounge and purchase a cigar. True. So a minimum requirement, I would say, it has to have comfortable seating. Well, yeah. I mean, to me, that uh, almost goes without saying. But I know that we've been in places where the seats were uncomfortable. 
Um, and and I, it doesn't have to be like oversized plush chairs that you see, like you get and, and the idea of in the movies or whatever, but it definitely has to have some comfortable seating. You can't just sit there and put out like lawn chairs inside of a room <laughs> and be like, yeah, this is my cigar lounge, guys. Like when you go to a conference and they got all those like chairs lined up so you, everyone's facing the stage or whatever. Like the most uncomfortable seating invented. Yeah, yeah. Some, but they expect you to stay awake in a like two hour seminar. <laughs> I also, I have to have the requirement of you have to be able to purchase something, purchase something to drink there. I don't care if it's coffee, liquor, beer, something. You have to be able to purchase something to drink to pair with your cigar to have a good lounge. Otherwise, I feel like it's a smoking area. Smoking like at a brick and mortar. A lot of times they don't have uh, beverages to purchase. Right. Uh, I know one brick and mortar that I, I frequent, they make they have like a coffee bar. So they can make a bunch of different coffees there. Which okay. coffee usually pairs pretty well with cigars. So I'm not upset about it. Um, I would say they have the cigar store side and then a lounge side. All right. I've been to a few to set up like that. Um I think Cigar Box. I don't know if we did. We did you go to Cigar nope. Box with me? Okay. Nope. Yeah, they're set up like that. Uh, I don't know. Cigar Box was okay. I well, they, had, they had comfortable seating. Yeah. So like uh, Hot Spot, right? Hot Spot. They have they only serve coffee, but they have the they have the cigar store side, and then they have the kind of the lounge. They have some pool tables. They have some comfortable seating. They have TVs. They have this this coffee bar. Like that's the lounge type side. Like so, I, I heard you mention TV. Now, for a cigar lounge, do they have to have a TV? Is that like a Disney must do for a cigar lounge? I would say no, because I have been to cigar lounges, and cigar lounges are supposed to be, in my opinion, a a social experience. So I'm not saying that you can't have TVs, but I'm not saying it's a requirement to have TVs. Like if you have, uh, like let's say one TV and the the football game or the basketball game is on, cool, that's great. Um, you know, if you have like a like a sports bar that sells cigars and stuff like that, okay, sure. But it's not a requirement. Like I've been to a cigar lounge where all the seating is adjusted so you can have like. Uh, you know, conversations. Do you dare say the word conversation? I have to talk to people. Yeah, yeah, that's what a cigar lounge yeah. is supposed to be. Welcome, welcome to the to the to one twentieth century, not the twenty first, the twentieth. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, most people are going to say, "Nah, they got to have a TV." But I think for a cigar lounge, I don't think a TV is a is, you have to have it. I don't think it's something no. that's necessary. No, but I mean, most people want to pair their cigar with something, so you definitely got to have something to drink. Now, I think to have a good cigar lounge, in my personal opinion, you have to have a good service. And I, I say this into a sense of like your service, I, I think they like your servers need to be dressed up just a touch. Like they can't come in in like t-shirts and jeans and flip-flops. Like I, I don't want to stay in a cigar lounge because to me that just seems like a smoking area, low-brow type place. Yeah, that just seems like a, 
I don't know, a, a smoke lounge where you can maybe pull out a cigarette if you want. Right. Um, they, like you're in a smoke store almost. Um, vape. Yeah. Uh, no. If I go in a vape store and I pull out a cigar, pretty sure I'm gonna get kicked out. <laughs> um, I I personally think and and enjoy obviously um, when the when the servers are good looking individuals, be it male or female, but they have to be at least like well groomed. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're not talking about like uh, oh man that chick she's hot. Not talking about that. No. I'm like, but, oh man, that chick, she is dressed very well. Yeah, like um, uh, Monte Cristo. We went to the Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge, and all the servers that walked around were wait were women in like cocktail dresses, and all the bartenders had on vests and like a they had a button down white shirt with like a vest on and some slacks, and I thought that was super classy. Yeah, it was like that at eight. Also, everybody was yeah. dressed, dressed to the nines. I would say. Yeah, uh, the dressed to the nines and the eight cigar lounge. Ha. Uh, no, I'm not saying that <laughs> they have to be at like a burn type level, like where they have a a, a dress code even for the the um, for the customers. You don't have to go that far, but you have to at least you know polos polos and slacks or you know something like that where it makes it i feel like i'm walking into a nice establishment yeah so um yeah so no tv nice seating well well groomed well dressed employees yeah drinks drinks okay how about a cutting station cutters I think you have to have a cutting light, a public cutter and lighter. And if you don't have at least a couple of each, uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily say you have to have a soft flame lighter, but you have to have at least have a couple punches, a couple of guillotines, and a couple of V cutters. Most of the time, they're you know they're there, and then you have to have at least a couple hard flame lighters. Okay, I agree with you on that. Um... I'm trying to think if I've actually, uh, the majority of the actual lounges I've been to, they cut them for you. I haven't been to one where I did, I cut my own. So, well, tobacco leaf. But is that, that's a brick and mortar. Yeah, but it's got a lounge in the back. That's a store with a lounge in the back. They don't serve drinks. No, they have the coffee there. Do they? Remember we got coffee when we went there. I don't remember. That's because you're a loser. Um, well, normally when I go, the people in the back have drinks. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I went to one in Virginia Beach. And they had the store. And then they had like an outdoor lounge area. Um, and that was really nice. Because the outdoor lounge area was like covered. So I had like yeah. a greenhouse type covering. So that way, if you, even if you're in the winter or whatever, you could put like a couple of propane heaters there and you'd be comfortable. Um, okay. and, and I thought that was really nice because they had a nice walk-in humidor. They had a couple seating seats inside that you could smoke in uh, at. But, uh, they, I mean, they asked me, they're like, hey, do you want me to cut this or do you just want to cut it yourself? And they just handed me the cutter because um, I prefer to cut it myself for the most part. Now, 
you know, you get to a place like Monte Cristo, Eight, Burn. Uh, I'm sure the Davidoff Lounge does it. You know, they'll cut it and dang near and light it for you. Stick it in your mouth, damn near. <laughs> I don't like the way that sounded. But yes, you're correct. Uh, the one I went to in Canada was like that too. Um, how about lockers, like cigar lockers? I think if you are a lounge, you have to have a locker. Um, if you don't have a locker, like, I don't know, like, because a lounge, you know, allows people to keep, like, a locker in a lounge allows people to keep their drinks if they don't, if that lounge doesn't serve drinks for whatever reason. Um, it allows them to keep their drinks, keep a couple sticks in there. And then also, you know, you could, you know, some lounges will have, a, like, a cigar of the month type thing where they'll go into your locker and add a cigar to your locker every month. Yeah, that's normally like a premium fee. Yeah, but it's still, I mean, it's still nice. Yeah, but is it something that they must have to be a cigar lounge? Would you want that in your cigar lounge? I think if you don't have it, you're losing out on money. Uh, I agree. How about music? Again, I think you have to have some sort of music. You know, we went to, um, what was that one? Arturo Fuente? Yeah. Uh, you know, they had music playing, which was super nice. They had a nice-sized humidor. Their their employees were dressed nice. They had a full bar. And they had great seating. And um, they had some good, like, almost like swing music you know like the 20s big band type style music going which i you know i like well i think uh if you don't have a tv i think you should have that i think you should have some kind of music because it breaks up the the conversation so everyone's not like trying to talk over everyone else it, it's like a, a white noise for the for the masses well and it makes it to where like if you and me are having a conversation, I don't necessarily have to hear, I don't have to tune in to the conversation that's happening at the, the next table or the next like little seating area over. I could just listen to the music. Um, you know, I, I think it definitely breaks up the monotony of, of a cigar lounge. All right. Um... Uh, how about like a VIP section? Is that something that's necessary? I don't think it's necessary, but again, I think if you don't have it, I think you're missing out on money. Um, personally, I mean, who who wouldn't want to walk into a lounge and be like, hey, I want to pay for a VIP section that's secluded away from everybody else, that's quieter, I can listen to the music, uh, maybe it has a TV in there so I can listen to the TV, or whatever the case is, I can kind of do my own business back there. And I don't, you know, I don't have to sit there and be, try to find a seat out in the, with the masses necessarily. I got, I got one that is a, a lounge must do in my opinion. Right, every lounge, that? every cigar lounge should have some sort of cigar ashtray apparatus in the bathroom. Uh, yeah. Ashtrays on the table is obviously a must, <laughs> but somewhere to like, I don't know if you're if you're that person and you know that goes to the bathroom and just to take 
you know, take a leak or whatever, and, and you just could set your cigar down there right there and, and do your business. I think that's a great thing. Now, I will say it's slightly unsanitary. It is slightly unsanitary, but I mean, I've been to some that did not have it. I think the one in Canada did not have it, and I, I had it in my mouth, and the smoke was just in my eyes, and I'm trying to hurry up, and then I'm trying to wash my hands. I want to dry my hands because I don't want to touch my cigar with my wet hands. It's just so, why did, so my question is, why didn't you leave it at your table? I didn't trust people there. I'm the I was the only one there that I okay. knew. If I if okay. you was there, I would have left it at the table. If okay. I was there with someone, I would have left it at the table. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I I could see that. Uh, I can see where people are gonna say, "Hey, that's unsanitary and that's gross," but I can also see like, "Hey, if you're there by yourself, uh, you don't trust people. You gotta have somewhere to set it in the bathroom at least." Because the cigar I paid for was quite pricey, and I was probably about halfway, and I would hate to have come back and the little lady person like dump my ashtray thinking I was done. Right, I would have been upset. No, I mean I don't. I definitely don't blame you. Um, I think. I definitely think you need to have, obviously, a smoke eater of some sort. Yes. I was one at one in Charleston, and they didn't have theirs turned on. And finally, he was like, oh, my God, it's smoky in here. And you can hear it when he turned it on, and boom, it cleared everything up. I'm like, why didn't he have that on to start with? That's like, what, 20-something people in here smoking, man. Yeah. Like, that just chokes you to where you almost can't even enjoy your cigar. Yeah. I think Smelling- that's smelling everybody else's cigar that's the only one i've seen that had a pool table in it you've been to one with a pool table uh yeah hot spot had a pool table though i will say so they they had a sign that said um they had tables around the around the pool table they had probably like four of them and they said uh please do not put your bring your cigar to the pool table leave it on one of these tables while you play while you make your shot just because you know you know you don't want to get burned on the table and the felt and everything else yeah i could see some ash hole dropping on the table so yeah that's just kind of rude did you make it to your first third yeah i think i did um i've been sitting here puffing on this thing um it's definitely nice uh it's definitely got to meet that medium to full body profile uh it's got a nice man i'm trying to put my finger on the on the the taste um like earthiness, uh, but with a, a hint of spice in the back. I, I think that I think you nailed it with that because that's one of my faves. I agree with you. Maybe dark chocolate, cacao, maybe. Ah, all right. It's uh, it's good though. It's it's obviously I love this cigar. It's, it's delicious, but it's definitely got a hint of like baking, maybe baking spices or black peppers on the back. Well, you're gonna think I'm full of shit with mine, but I'm gonna let you know anyway. So, you ever had pepper in that little twisty thing? And would you like some pepper, sir? And then they like, yeah, that's what I'm getting. That kind of pepper, fresh like pepper, pe- peppercorn pepper type, like yeah, freshly but, ground pepper. Yes, like like they just just did that, and that's that's the flavor I'm getting. I don't know if it's the Nicaragua uh, like wrapper. Not quite sure. Uh, I am getting coffee and cedar as well but if i have to say the predominant right now is that uh, fresh pepper which is is right at the top of the roof in the back yeah ah uh, yeah I, I can get with that mm. 
<laughs> Delicious. Yes. Uh, all right. So, requirements for a cigar lounge, man. I honestly, I think if you if you hit those things, you know, you have the good weight staff, a knowledgeable and decent sized humidor, a knowledgeable staff to sell your cigars. You got some sort of drink bar area type thing that can make some drinks, make you allow allow you to pair your cigar with something. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that that and then comfortable seating uh, with some music playing. I think that that really just kind of ch- for me checks a lot of the boxes. How about something uh, very out there? Like, what what if you go to cigar lounge and they have a dance floor? Is that does that seem like something a cigar lounge should have a dance I think, floor? I think that's Maybe a waste a D- of fucking space. A DJ like DJing some shit. You, so you want me to go to a nightclub while I'm smoking a cigar? But it's a cigar lounge. That's how no, they advertise. Fuck that. It ain't, it ain't a cigar lounge, in my opinion. GDR cigar lounge. Get fucked. <laughs> no, no, because then you're all you're gonna have on you, right? So let's say let's say you go up to let's say you have a dance floor, and you got your cigar and you're holding it right, and you're like, yeah, and you're you're like dancing with some people next thing you know your cigar is gonna be put out on some dude's shirt or some chick's blouse or something and oh my god i can't believe you burned my shirt whatever it's like my bad don't be dancing so close to my cigar like no it's just not not (laughs) worth it so all right so let me ask you this what about having food at a cigar lounge oh I think bar food is okay, but would I say it's a must? I wouldn't say it's a must. I wouldn't say it's a must. I'm going to go with that. I don't want it, period. You don't want it, period. I have, no. We, we've been to lounges that have food. I know. So here's my problem. And, and as a cigar lounge, I think you're wasting money with this. Um, I don't care for food while I'm smoking a cigar. Like... I don't know. Like, if I'm eating a steak and I'm trying to smoke a cigar at the same time, like, either the steak is going to get cold <laughs> or my cigar is going to go out all the time. Yeah. There's a steak restaurant. There's quite a few steak restaurants you can you can smoke cigars at. But I, I agree with you. I, like, let me enjoy my meal and then maybe have an after meal cigar. Right. But- Cigar lounge? Yeah, I don't. I don't think a full plate of food is is worth it. Now, one we've been to, you can order like nuts or some shit like that. Maybe that'd be okay. Like something that kind of pairs well with cigars, I guess. But like, food is definitely not on the menu. Cigar, yeah. yes. Drinks, yes. Food, no. No, I'm not going there to to eat, to have a meal, or to even like get a, a side. Like, hey, let me get a pepperoni pizza and uh, <laughs> let me get a Herrera Esteli and then a nice glass of cognac. Yeah. What the fuck did you just order? <laughs> like, three out of those four were great. Like, what the fuck? You, you make some pizza with cognac? You gotta go. <laughs> yeah, like, get the fuck out. Yeah, food, food. I agree with you. Food should not be at a lounge. Now, maybe have a separate area? Maybe? Look, nah. if I if I'm going to a restaurant, right, and they say, "Hey, after you eat your meal, if you're out on the patio, you can smoke a cigar." Okay, cool. 
I don't mind an after meal cigar. Like I'm good with that. Like even if they had a humidor, like a smaller humidor, and I, you know, I could order a steak dinner and I eat my steak dinner with a nice glass of whatever whiskey or wine or whatever, and then I'm like, man, that was really good food. I think what I need now is a cigar. Boom, cool. But where they're like, hey, here's our giant walk-in humidor. And oh, by the way, we serve breadsticks. <laughs> no, why? Uh, how about um, media magazines? Like maybe a couple of uh, issues of Cigar Aficionado or Cigar Snob, Cigar Journal, or Cigar Journal. Yeah. Um, I, one, I think I think print media is on its way out, but I do think if you have some some cigar literature, I think that'd be okay. Uh, I definitely don't think it's a requirement. Okay. But I'm not going to say that it's a bad thing to have. Because, I mean, if you got somebody in there by themselves and they're just smoking a cigar, people watching, maybe they want to maybe they want to read up on the latest cigar trends. Or maybe they have, you know, maybe that, that journal or that, that cigar aficionado or cigar snob print media or something, maybe they sit there and they get an idea of like, oh, hey, I'd really like to try this cigar. And you're like, ah. We actually carry that cigar in our humidor. Yeah. Would you like to try it? Oh, sure. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I also believe the decor should match. Well, I think it's got to be somewhat themed, right? Yeah. Like, you can't go in there and just have a hodgepodge of shit. Yeah, haphazardly place shit everywhere. Yeah, like, you got to go in there and, like, have a nice... You can't have, like, overstuffed Italian chairs, like, where you're in The Godfather, and then you have, like... Yeah, patio tabled <laughs> yeah something stupid or you know like uh, paintings of rubber chicken I don't fucking know <laughs> like I think that's just stupid like if you're gonna have that those type of chairs you should have scenes from like the godfather or you know cigars like smoked by respectable gentlemen and, uh, and those types of chairs and you're like ah yeah this, this fits me just right yeah but I, I think it should have in my opinion I think it should have cigar theme like you go to a bar, you see like a Budweiser sign, or you see, uh, I don't know, what some alcohols other than Hennessy, Jägermeister. Uh, you see yeah, like their signs I mean, and stuff up. Jack Daniels sign. Yeah. I gotta be okay with that. Yeah. Honestly, I think neon signs are a little trashy. Really? I do. I think if I'm gonna go into a cigar lounge, and depend. I mean, I'm not saying that uh, every cigar lounge has to have this, but I just think. If I'm going into a cigar lounge and they're, they have probably more than about one or two neon signs, um, I'm thinking it's no longer a cigar lounge and I'm thinking it's more of like a, a, a smoke shop or a bar that allows smoking. Yeah, we've been to a few of those too. Well, I, I think we kind of covered our perfect cigar lounge. Yeah, I think, you know, nice, nice seating, nice open area with a smoke eater. Uh, well-groomed, uh, knowledgeable staff. Yeah. Uh, you know, with some nice, either nice music or some TVs or something playing. I think you're. I think you're kind of set. I I think you should have some kind of VIP something where your your cigar lockers would be located. I think that should be some kind of VIP section. Well, even if you had a private private area, right? Like, let's say yeah. a bachelor party comes in. Right, and you and they're like, eh, and they're like loud. Okay, you can protect 
your normal cigar cigar lounge patrons and you can move that party over to this little VIP secluded area and they can do kind of whatever the hell they want over there and they're not going to bother your normal, your regulars, your your normal patrons. Having a bachelor party in a VIP section, also I think you should give like maybe a celebrity or something shows up. Maybe they don't want to be in the, you know, the public's right. eye as much because then they'll be hounding for autographs. They can't sit and enjoy the cigar, which is the whole purpose of a cigar, in my opinion, is to relax and enjoy it. I think a VIP section or some secluded areas would be nice. All right. Um, let's, uh, we're going to try to start ending these sidebars with some cigar news. Try to keep up to date yeah. some. Yeah, I like, I like cigar news. Something I came across I thought was actually interesting is a uh, diesel, which we both enjoy. Diesel right. Is, Diesel is releasing a cigar called uh, Disciple. Ooh, but, Rocky Patel has one, right? Correct. So I don't know how that's going to play out, especially with Opus X trying to, you know, protect their X symbol. I don't know if like Rocky Patel and Diesel are going to have a conversation about it. Maybe, uh, maybe they let it ride. I, I don't know. You know, to me, I think that that should not be allowed. Because um, if I say theory v you automatically know that i'm talking about oliva yes but if i i was like oh no it's a siri v from black work studio okay what the what did you just say what no <laughs> siri v is oliva period i agree with you on that definitely confusing uh, uh, definitely there's an argument there for either side uh i don't i'm assuming rock Tail came out with this first but oh, I'm sure they did. Time will tell. Time will tell. Let's see. Uh, Prodomo Reserve Champagne. I think you had that cigar on, on air before. They teamed up with Cigar Dojo for a limited edition 10th anniversary cigar. I'd be I'd be down to get that one. I enjoy Prodomo cigars. Yeah. Um, I enjoy reading Cigar Dojo. 10th anniversary. Okay, fine. Like, I, I'd be good with that. Like, you know, these anniversary blends are kind of nice because sometimes you don't always get the same, you know, it, it's impossible to get the same growing as you did 10 years ago. Yeah, the soils are different, the weather's different. The weather's different, yeah, and all of that stuff's different. So it's slightly different, so it's okay, you know, I'll be all right with that. Um, M, uh, Macanudo, famous Ooh. for their coffee-infused cigars. Yep, Java, coffee, yeah. Well, they have branched out. Uh, they have added espresso. And bourbon flavors. Added three I mean, new ones. Is it French vanilla, dark rum, and mint cocoa? Ooh, I'd be down to try that dark rum. I actually, I think I would enjoy the vanilla, but I have a feeling it might lean towards uh, too much vanilla, maybe. To where you're getting into like acid territory. Yeah, I see that. I don't know that I would like the mint cigar though. Mint. Yeah, I'm not. You know, a lot of people like the grasshopper cookies, the mint chocolate. I'm yeah. not. I'm not a fan of mint chocolate. Well, it just seems to me like I'd be I'd be smoking a menthol. Oh yeah. You know, like oh, I got a menthol cigar. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. I don't think that would be good personally, but I'd be I'd try it once or twice. <laughs> well, I, I definitely will give it. A, uh, I think that dark rum one would probably fucking hit the spot with a mojito. Yeah, I mean. Usually mojitos are made of light rum. 
of those different shades contrast it probably work out i don't know that's worth a try or a mule or something oh like a moscow mule is a moscow mule that's made with uh white rum i think is it white rum i thought it was um vodka well yeah um I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not a, a Moscow Mule guy, so I wouldn't know. So, yeah. listeners, if you want to chime in, you know, let me know. Teach me. <laughs> Teach one, reach one. Um, the la- last bit of uh, news that I want to share on this episode is uh, the Premium Cigar Association has teamed up with the Boutique Cigar Association of America. Um, they come together to create a united partnership. Nice. So, nice. That's that'd be interesting to see. I'd like to see a trade show where it's all boutique cigars. That'd be an awesome trade show. That'd be super interesting because usually the boutique are motivated sellers because uh, they're trying to get their brand out there, but then they have to compete with the likes of you know Davidoff, Drew Estate, um, my father, Rocky Patel, stuff like that. I, I th- United Cigar Group. Yeah, I think boutique cigars are really honing in on like their their blends, their flavor profiles, and everything. Because a lot of the boutique ones, it's a short run. They're they're normally not mass produced. Uh, somewhere in the 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 thousands mark, unless it's a, a limited release or whatever. Yeah, five hundred to a thousand boxes are made. Um, for our listeners out there, uh, what are your ideas? What are some good things that a cigar lounge should have that we haven't mentioned? Maybe we forgot something. Yeah, please let us know at Leadership of the Leaf on Instagram. You know, hit us up, let us know, comment, uh, send us messages. We like to hear from you guys. And that's why I like uh, the sidebars. It's all about opinions, trying to bring people involved, get more input. Not just necessarily our opinions, by all means, we're going to voice them our show we get to voice our opinions <laughs> but it could be your show voice your opinion i like to hear it yeah yeah tell us so because we will talk about it if we get you know some good opinions we'll we'll do another episode and say hey this is what we found uh and y'all in the comments this is what was brought to us and and then we can talk about it um let's do the second third i'm pretty sure you're in it by now before we sign off yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead Hold on, let me take a puff all right so that fresh pepper i was uh bragging about earlier i guess you would say uh-huh it is now more um creamy and i get the flavor of like salted nuts okay and leather sounds good so i'm getting like waves of black pepper and i definitely get like a earthy woody note um but it's good it's it's delicious as always I haven't smoked the Underground 10 in a while. It's definitely one of my faves. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely getting like a, a wave of black pepper right now. I would say the Zeno is probably a five-pack worthy. I wouldn't say humidor worthy, but it's definitely a five-pack. It's, it's a nice change up of what I normally smoke. Okay. Yeah, I could get behind that. Um, this Underground 10, uh, definitely, I would say at a minimum five-pack bo- five worthy, if not like a box. Yeah, uh, I believe I did actually purchase a box of those. They're gone now, but I do believe I purchased a box. I think you did too. Yeah, these are are really good. Undercrown makes really good quality cigars. Uh, Yeah, I think, think, you know, 
getting all those little topics uh, makes a big difference in the cigar lounges. And uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with uh, this this collaboration between the Premium Cigar Association and the Boutique Cigars. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're gonna like actually have guidelines for what classifies a boutique cigar. Yeah, I'm sure that they would. Yeah, because I know that some of the big companies out there, they're like, oh, this is a limited run. This is our boutique. Like, will they stop that? Is that something that well, we can't do that anymore? I don't, I don't know. It'd be not interesting. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. But uh, until next time, my name is Austin. And this is Dice. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Boo-boo. Thank you for listening to Leadership of the Leaf. The comments and opinions expressed by the host and guests does not reflect the opinions of those that broadcast this show, nor does it reflect any of our affiliates. Don't forget, we need to follow the podcast so we know when new episodes drop.